you journal for five, 10 minutes, or at least until the conscious mind has run out of things it wants to fill in. And then it's like, well, that's it, isn't it? No, 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 no. This is where the magic starts. Repeating the last sentence when they've run out of everything they're going to say and just repeating it until something will come through. Something will come bubbling up from that deeper mind that says, what about this? You're listening to the Bookkeepers Podcast, sponsored by Zero. I use Zero's accounting and bookkeeping software to manage my clients' accounts and I love it. If you haven't tried it yet, head over to Xero.com with an X and you can either start a free 30-day trial or sign up to Zero's partner program to join their amazing community, forward-thinking accountants and bookkeepers. Hi, and welcome to Bookkeepers Bootcamp. I'm Zoe Whitman, I'm here with Joe Wood, and we're joined by Kim Sell today, who is an emotional mastery coach. Hi, Kim, how are you? Lovely, thank you very much for inviting me back today. I really oh, appreciate it. Lovely to see you. Always really lovely to have a chat with you. Um, we wanted to do a session. I feel like today, like starting the day today is at a slightly different pace to how we started yesterday with our boot camp sessions, which are full on, high speed, lots of energy. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I feel like Kim's going to get us in a really great positive place feeling really clear about what's next um we wanted to have a session about overcoming fear of growth which I think we don't always know is coming up I I think Mm. we have conversations about I'm just not not finding clients I'm not getting to where I need to be but actually maybe there's some a reason that we're not doing that and we're kind of stopping ourselves um Kim do you want to start by telling us a little bit about what you do yes so um I I I've actually come from a tech background. So I've worked in Motorola, what is now Orange Business Services and Vodafone. Um, But in all that time, what I really wanted to do is work with people. Um, And through my own experiences, work at the emotional level. One of the things that I've learned is that the whole mental well-being is is brilliant. It's absolutely amazing. Because when I tried this 20 years ago, (laughs) fell on its face, basically. But what we're missing is a trick and that's those early learnings that are um, given to us by our emotional content. Our emotional content tells us when there's something else going on that's getting in the way of our progress and our development. So that's where I decided when I left uh, Vodafone a few years ago that that's where I wanted to focus. Amazing and so you so we were talking about how sometimes we feel like the business isn't growing in the way that we want it to grow, but actually maybe there's something where we're, and we were talking about this yesterday as well in our sessions that we were running in the community and I know you've joined some of those, Kim. We were talking about how actually sometimes we get in our own way of um, achieving growth, but we don't know that we're necessarily doing that. How can we identify if we've got fears and limitations that are actually holding us back? It's interesting because I, I did find the fact that you said about being a, a calmer p- or slower pace into today. I think we don't take enough time for self-reflection. And one of the or two key questions we can ask ourselves, I think, is what is that about? How am I doing this? And taking, you know, it can be over a coffee. It doesn't have to be hours or meditating on a mat or anything like that. Nothing like that. I just think awareness of what's going on for us is really important. And in my model, you look at what's happening in your external world in the first place. So what is it you're not doing? So for argument's sake, it's taken me ages to do this program um, that I'm talking about um, in my own uh, world. 
Um, but what was going on? And I was just putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. So what what was going on behaviorally? I was procrastinating. Pure and simple. I'm a great procrastinator. So I know that very well. OK, so what are you thinking that's making you procrastinate? Because procrastination is never a bad thing, people. There is something underneath that. And it's usually some sort of fear, which is what we're talking about today. And once you get to the thinking behind it, it then opens up for you to start to understand what's going on for you. And there will be some very set things that will be going on for you um, that is stopping you doing what you need to do. But awareness, it starts with awareness and taking time out to pause, to think, to reflect. It's not easy, though, is it? Sometimes we're kind of we are all doers. And um, I know myself that. I can sometimes keep myself very busy so that I don't have to stop and think about these things because self-awareness isn't always an easy thing, is it? Because sometimes when we, we stop and quieten down, I know my my brain kicks in and all these little voices start and it can feel like a barrage of, you know, like judgment. <laughs> I'm not always very kind. So, And I think this is where sometimes maybe... I don't know, having a couple of questions to lead you in. So if like, if I was going to sit down and have a cup of tea, I've got my cup of tea. I've also got my candle with, with me, Kim, because I know that we're going to be doing something in a minute. That's and I, I like have that kind of nice space. And, um, and sometimes it can help actually to have a candle, can't it, to focus on that. Even if you just sat for a minute and stared at a candle, just yes. to try and quiet the mind because it can yes. be over overwhelming. You know, if we had to sit there and like from your point of view, if we're going to sit and do a bit of self-reflection, are there a couple of questions that we could kind of ask ourselves to sit and think about? Because I would go in my own head and I would I, I need something to pull me back to think something to focus on. Have you got any top tips? Because someone could journal on them, couldn't they? I suppose they could write the question down and then just scribble a bit of answers to them. And, and I think that's the thing. Um, if you're somebody who does live in their heads and boy, have I been there so I get it completely, um, is to journal. And it, it is that question, what is that about? What is that about? Now, you may not get an answer straight away because your conscious mind will be searching for something because it, it needs to give the answer. But what you need to do is when you are journaling, I actually call it um, automatic writing. You journal for five, 10 minutes, or at least until the conscious mind has run out of things it wants to fill in. And then it's like, well, that's it, isn't it? No, 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 no. This is where the magic starts. What I want your, your viewers to think about is repeating the last sentence when they've run out of everything they're going to say and just repeating it until something will come through. Something will come bubbling up from that deeper mind that says, what about this? And then suddenly they're off on another tangent because it's not here that's the problem. It's the deeper mind where the fear is stored that's the problem. Um, well, it's not a problem. It's a uh, an opportunity for us to understand what's not working for us so that we can, can either correct it or give it what it needs. Because this is what it's about. It's giving that deeper mind what it needs to let go of the fear. Oh, hello. Just, just imagine just for a moment, you're tense on shoulders and you're holding on and then you, you give it what it needs is relaxation. Oh, what do you do? It's like weight off your shoulders. You've now got room to move forward. Does that make sense? So 
journaling or my my automatic writing is really really key to that just keep writing through your thoughts because they're all valid but what it's doing is that's your what you've learned <laughs> and what you're ignoring is the deeper stuff is what you want so what's going on how is that you know how is that holding me back what would it be like if i if i did achieve it how might that change my life the what and how are the two key questions and as you write that down you'll find you'll get answers for it very powerful stuff the other thing that uh, um, somebody i know does um i mean a lot of people will do use the gym so mostly you're concentrating on your gym stuff set your intent at the beginning set your question and allow your unconscious mind to come up with the answers because it will bubble through when you're quiet, i.e. at the gym or cleaning. My sister's a cleaner, <laughs> not a cleaner in work, but she does things when she's feeling a bit angry or whatever. So it's finding an activity to channel that question into. So you're not thinking, but you're allowing that deeper mind to bubble up and say, what about this? The inspiration you get at three o'clock in the morning. Not that I'm proposing. That's where you go, but <laughs> it'll, it'll come to you. Joe gets hers in the shower, I know, because when I'm getting ready in the morning and Gemma, our VA is getting ready in the morning, there's always this massive chat going on. <laughs> I call it the shower god. Like, oh, the shower god, because it's the only, I can't do anything else. I'm in the shower and that's it. It's that you're blocked off from any other thing. And I find that water's very, you know, that helps me. Yeah, I always have my best ideas there. <laughs> and I think that's brilliant. Mine are always in the car. I, I don't know whether they've been my best ideas. But I do remember deciding I hadn't been able to sell my house and it was it was getting re really stressy. Just another form of fear. And um, I, I come, was coming back from Slough. I was working at Orange Business Service and I was coming back. and It was like, just sell it. Go into rented. Don't worry about it. Well, I did it. I was in rented quite a long time in comparison, but it was a way out of my predicament at that time. And it was brilliant. So sometimes we just have to allow that information to come through. You don't have to sit still. It's it's a good practice too, as I'm hearing that you both can do. But if you can't do that, choose something that doesn't require thought and activity and just pose the question and leave it. Do not get hang up on when you get an answer. It will come. Not necessarily right then, but maybe the next day you'll get the answer. Mm, that's really interesting. And um, yeah, I, I can see I, I know this works. I can I know that you you can do this. I think, you know, one of the one of the big challenges in this community is people feeling afraid that they're maybe afraid of growing because they're afraid that it means they're taking on more responsibility. Yes. What if they get something wrong? What if they fail? Also, another big one is judgment from their friends and family who maybe don't get them. Like Joe was saying yesterday, she's got family and friends who are like, what do you do for a living? And uh, maybe a bit judgmental in terms of, uh, are probably just wanting to protect her but um not really having that understanding and and thinking maybe they're not you know that's not my kind of person anymore um and I think a lot of these can create quite a lot of anxiety around uh, and that and one of the problems with anxiety as well is that you start thinking you you put all sorts of ideas out to your subconscious mind and then you get all of the thoughts <laughs> so um how do you deal with those like fears of failure fears of judgment for others um how can you help yourself with that? So there's a lot of different strategies that you can um, uh, look at. And the first thing is failure is not a great word, is it? It's just not a great word. I mean, when you think about a, a baby learning to walk, when they fall over, is that a failure or is that just a step 
in their learning journey. If you're thinking failure, please, please, please reframe it in some way that works for you that says, this is just a step in my journey. This is just the next step in my journey. This is all part of a bigger thing. No one or very, very few um, will able to do something new and do it like that. There will be mistakes. So just downgrade that word failure, please, because it really isn't very helpful. Um, and I would certainly start to watch your thinking. You know, Joe, you've talked about um, your thinking and we've mentioned judgment. That's other people's stuff that we are taking on. Stop it. <laughs> Just stop that. <laughs> and one of the ways you can do that is, is this mine? Yes or no. If it's yours, then there's a, there's something you've got to do to work on that. And you can do that. Um, I'm going to be sharing my SoundCloud or uh, Zoe and Joe will share my SoundCloud earlier later on. And there are some um, guided meditations in there, particularly Magic Mirror, that will help you deal with those. Oh, hello. <laughs> so just let those go. Um, the other thing to think about is that if it's not yours, for what purpose are you keeping it? Because if it's not yours, we very often take on how we see the world because people have judged us. So we've changed our behavior. So we are no longer being ourselves in the way that we need to. So have some courage. Um, I'm just having a quick look because I did go through some uh, examples that are a little bit different. That's negative self-talk is really important. And judgment is a really challenging one. And what I do when I get judged because it does happen with families, families more so than anybody else. Friends tend to be on your side most of the time and you can pick and choose them. But families are the hardest because they're fearful. So exercise a bit of compassion to them because they're fearful you're changing, which means something changes for them and they're not wrong. But the idea is to um, help them on the journey with you in some way. I would limit how much you tell them. I would, you know, only tell them things that, you know, that they can cope with. Because for now, you need to work on yourself and the fact that the judgment is there. Because all you need is some really good answers. I listened to a chap called Matt Kahn once and he was he was quite a weighty psychic. But I was listening to him and he said somebody he hadn't met for ages turned around and said to him, oh, my You've put on weight, haven't you? Really, really to the point. Oh, hello. And he said, do you know what? Thank you for reminding me. I need to get back to the gym. It's just reframing it back to them in a way that says, thank you. I appreciate your comments. I'm not doing anything with them or, you know, whatever. But it's just thank you. That's it. And what you do is once you start to work with the judgment, and that's a whole different conversation. So I need to be careful not to hog up on this is that you can start to change your inner world by just allowing people to be themselves and allowing you to be you. Because you're on a journey. You, you're you all going to be what you want to be. You just need the permission to do that. And if it helps, I give you the permission to let go of what you need to let go of that's going to help you move forward. Just borrow my belief in you. <laughs> Kim that's so lovely oh my goodness I oh, there's so many things to pick up on there um I I can feel that when you say that 
when you're changing and doing something and growing that the person and family can feel that the you're changing which means their relationship is changing for them so it's not that if it's not that they think it's bad they're just it's maybe a bit of a shock to them because they weren't they want everything to stay the same it's just nature isn't it we want everything to stay the same and they worry about what it means for them so it comes across that they're judging you but really it's well what does this mean for our relationship how is it going to impact me and it's mm-hmm. unknown for them so it becomes scary on friday last week um I went to a Lisa Johnson event and we was talking about judgment from online, you know, from trolls and bullies and things like that. And me and and Zoe have been really lucky. And we've said in this community, our wonderful community, we have just, you know, attracted the most kindest, loveliest people. And we know other people that run groups that have these really bad issues. And, you know, we've always, always never had to really deal with that. But how she framed it, and I know we have this fear, don't we, of the more visible we get, the more judgment we feel we are going to receive. And um, they were discussing about the fact that really, when someone's triggered by something, your success or anything, really, it's like, you've got to imagine that it's like their six-year-old self has, has like, you've just, you've just made them feel like, well, I've not achieved that. I've not done this. I I thought I was planning to do all of this when I was six and having these dreams. I was, you know, I was going to be where you are, but you're there and I'm not. And da, da, da. and yeah. so think of them as that kind of person that ch- like, and it helps you like that guy said, you know, thank you. Like be grateful for the comment and, re- and treat them with compassion and okay. thank Where's it really coming from? It's not really mm-hmm. you. It's, it's coming from inside them. And I think if we can reframe it, it helps us to think, stop, because really, if someone judges us, we then start judging ourselves, don't we? Whereas if we can it say, it's just them, yeah. It's absolutely natural. And I love what you're saying. And, and it's it's exactly right. I mean, I'm all about the, uh, you know, we, we take responsibility for ourselves and how we're feeling. What I love about the work that I do is when you change yourself, you heal yourself. And in fact, I think Matt Kahn said this as well. Healed people heal people. The actual beginning of that phrase is hurt people hurt people and healed people heal people. So if you can heal yourself, you are energetically, and that's a whole different thing, the whole art of manifesting, whatever, you start to heal stuff for them as well in some way, because they can be more themselves with you, is what I believe. You know, if you if they're judging you because they're fearful, if you can be more yourself and you've cleared up the judgment within yourself, suddenly they don't. There's nothing to bounce that judgment off of. It's not there anymore. And you've cleared it for them. Not for everybody, but just with you and them. How amazing is that? Work on yourself and you will make an impact to those around you. I love that. that. Mm. Yeah, fantastic. Um. Okay, so hopefully we feel more able to manage other people. How about the obstacles that prevent us from pushing our own boundaries? So, you know, anything Joe was talking about just now about being more visible, um, Mm. growing your business or, you know, anything which is going to result in you taking an action outside of what you've been comfortable with so far. We get in our own way, but how how can we... Yeah, how can we push through those obstacles that we're creating for ourselves? 
So one of the things um, that I've started doing this year as a result of my own journey is making time for me. Now, I get it. I'm, I'm older. My children are grown up, married and got children of their own. And when you've got a small family or a young family, you know, even up to teenagers, they're at home. They're a young family. Um, then you've got your business and then you've got, you know, family. And then there may be some other things on the outs outskirts of that volunteering or whatever. Where are you? in this process. So the first thing I would like you to think about is making time for you. Joe, you talked about making a bit of time in the morning, I think on the call yesterday, on the interview yesterday. I would recommend even 10 minutes where you can start to plan what you're doing. Um, the I'm going to do a guided meditation to help you start to future pace yourself. You can do that in the in 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 that 10 minutes start to plan your day how is it going to go walk your way through the day and that you're going to be okay i've got this meeting i'm going to be okay um i've got this lunchtime um something it's all right with a client and you can see yourself as you're going through the day maybe not smiling because that might give a false impression and there's a part of you that's like yeah right okay that's not happening no but giving an inner smile that says, okay, yeah, that's good. And when you walk your way through the day to the end of the day and you've survived, it's been good. And as you look back, you think to yourself, wow, that went better than I expected. Or, wow, that was a good day. What you're doing here is a little bit of a brain hack because what I'm asking you to do is to communicate to your unconscious mind that everything is all right. So the fear, the anxiety, which is just fear of the future, you're starting to calm it down. The problem is the unconscious mind, that deeper mind, doesn't know anything else other than now. It doesn't understand yesterday. It doesn't understand tomorrow. It's all now. It's now. It's now. And you walking through sets a new memory for it. And so when it comes across, it's like, oh, oh yeah, I remember this. Where did I get that? Oh, this is what we do. This is how it goes. It's not going to be perfect, but the more you do this and practice it like a muscle, the easier it becomes to start to overcome those fears and bypass you know, the way the brain is working because it suddenly realized what's happening. It's not knowing that's causing it what's what you know, something that's happening. It's feeling threatened in some way. The other thing you can do um, at any time is when you're feeling those feelings of fear. Oh, what do I need right now? Really important. And one of the biggest things that we love as human beings is a community. Voila, Joe and Zoe, you've got it. You've got these people who are all in, you know, who will understand where you are in the same boat. They've got same challenges. You know, they may be running different businesses, whatever, but we all have the same sort of challenges reach out to your supportive community or whoever you, you need to, to have a conversation through it. Talking through it airs the energy. It gets that energy moving and you can start to go, oh, that's better. It's just even just talking about it. They say a problem shared is a problem halved, isn't it? Let's give that a bash because that will work really, really well. Oh. And I think um, the other thing is when you're feeling fearful or anxious, what's happening is everything in the body is beginning to elevate. And what we need to do is de-elevate it. I can never say enough. Breathe. Deep breathing. 
Um, to breath is it's like one of those things it's I, I I get annoyed when I do it I'm like oh, this is so boring but when I do it then I, I feel myself calm down and then different thoughts come in with all this in mind Kim I think this you know you've just been explaining about how we set up a day with looking at our future self so should we go into the yeah let's go into the visualization now because we've got a lot of people here now and I know we mentioned we were going to do this and uh, before they all kind of jump off or get a bit nervous because we we haven't quite finished the session but I think it'd be good time especially as you've just explained like it's a really good idea to you know start your day with going through the day and looking at that what does that look like how can we do it and we're going to record this obviously um, and then Kim is going to add it to her SoundCloud we're going to give you access to this so you could revisit this again tomorrow morning if you so wish well as soon as we get it up and and loaded every morning morning. and then and then extend it for a week so you don't just do it every day extend it for the next week when you know your diaries most of you will have diaries that are you know exactly what you're doing just extend it out and extend it out until suddenly you start to feel much more comfortable one other little thing on the breathing uh, if i may quickly joe what if you took that breathing to a whole nother level and it was love that you were breathing in unconditional universal love so it's not yours there's no judgment to it and it's universal and i don't care whether you look at nature or the sky or whatever but you're breathing in love and breathing out anything that's not love what that might help is make you focus a little bit more on the breath because what you're doing is focusing on breath and you can choose a color what love feels like you can shift your state really really easily by doing that in fact i might build it into this because i am just going to be talking so for those of you who are a bit fearful, I am just talking. You can have your eyes open and you can just listen to it. And when you're comfortable what I'm saying, then you can you can listen to it with your eyes shut because it will be stronger when you wake up in the morning, whatever works. I'll Shall we? Yeah, we'll get going. We'll mute ourselves and uh, everyone enjoy. Thank you. So I'm not sure what you're doing right now or where you are. But we, bearing in mind, we've just been talking breathing. Let's start there. And just notice, nothing to change. Just notice your breathing right now. Are you breathing into the chest? Or into the belly? Or somewhere else? Feeling that air, that cooler air coming in. And then breathing it out. And just do two or three breaths where you are. I'm going to ask you in a moment to shift that to be even slower. Because what that does is send a message back to the body that all is well. So when you're ready, just imagine breathing a bit deeper, a bit longer. So if you were only doing a breath of a count of two. Now see if you can double it to a breath of in for four and out for four. And whenever you practice this for yourself, you can make it as many as you need because the longer and the deeper the breath, the more you're sending back to the body messages of calm, relaxation. And the more calm you can feel, the more relaxed you can feel, the more open you can be 
to whatever you need to be open to that's going to help you the most today. And just allowing yourself to sink even deeper there where you are. Because this is your time. Your precious time. Time for you. And in this busy world, we very often don't give ourselves enough time. But this is only 10 minutes. Mm, Still focusing around the breath, because what that does is bring your awareness to your body, noticing any areas of tension, and just allowing the breath in to go to those areas and release that tension. Relax, relax, relax. And in a moment, I'm going to take you through your day today. Now, I don't know what you're doing, but you do. And what I want you to do is to walk through your day as though you are perhaps going above it, if you like, or through your calendar. Whatever way works for you, there is no right and there is no wrong. And what we're going to do is we're going to go to each event and I'm going to get you to breathe. But now I'm going to get you to breathe in a colour of unconditional and universal love. So in a moment, when you're ready, just imagine the first event that's happening today. Something where you're perhaps interacting with others. Maybe it is a task that you've got to do and you've been putting off. Maybe it's something else that is causing you some consternation, some worry, fear or anxiety. And I want you to imagine the event in front of you. And as you do, start to breathe in this unconditional and universal love and imagine it filling you up from the bottom of your feet to the top of your head. If you've got a colour in mind, let that go everywhere you need to. Maybe you're just um, more auditory and the word love and just imagine that going everywhere it needs to. And in a moment, imagine it going beyond you. So now you're surrounded in a bubble or a cocoon of your energy, unconditional and universal love that you're breathing in and pushing out beyond you. And it's clearing anything that's not love. Doesn't matter what it is. You don't need to know anything. Because what we're going to do is we're going to send that energy ahead of you that unconditional and universal love. We're going to set it, send ahead of you through whatever that thing is that you're going to be doing. That's right, very good. And send it ahead of you as you walk through that event. And what you're doing is, it's almost like you've got a buffer in front of you that's clearing your future pathway as you walk through that event not necessarily physically, but mentally. You're meeting somebody perhaps, or 
you've got a task to fill. So you're starting that task. Just do that for yourself now. And sending this colour ahead of you so that you know you're okay. Everything is all right. And when you come out the other side, usually an hour, a couple of hours later, I want you to look back over that event and have an inner smile that says, oh, that was better than I thought. Or, yeah, that was good. And have that inner smile follow you to the next event that you have. Continuing to breathe in unconditional love and breathing that out so it surrounds you to help you feel safer. It's your own energy field. It's there anyway. We're just making use of it. Pushing that out further to the next event or the next task. Helping you to develop the skills that you need to do these things much easier. Mm, much calmer, much more powerfully than perhaps you've done before. And when you've done that, assuming there's another one, let's go through that and do the same thing, smiling as you go through it, an inner smile, something that says, oh, that feels good. Because it's time now for you to work with whatever it is that's not been working for you. And you're doing this by taking some control over what's happening for you. Knowing that you've got to this point in life, having survived in so many different ways, through so many different challenges, which makes you actually awesome. And amazing. And all those learnings, all those skills and abilities that you've taken on, you may not realize are there. And you can tap into them whenever you want, just by beginning to feel more comfortable as you walk through your day. And when you get to the end of the day, Whenever that might be, whether it's the end of your working day or the end of your actual day, I want you to take a moment to look back over the day and smile. And give yourself a little knowing nod. That was powerful. That worked. And the beauty of this is that you can do this every day. And when you feel comfortable that that's working for you, then you could just do it once a week. What if you could do that once a month and only increase it again when you may come across something else that's become more fearful for you? Because the fear is just you stepping out of your comfort zone. We know that. We know it's not a real fear. You're not about to be um, you know, attacked by a tiger or anything. You are feeling the fear of your place in the world. So right now, in the moment, I want you to acknowledge your awesomeness, your ability to run a business. So many people don't already. 
you're in a small percentile of people who are running their own business, who are getting on and doing all the things that you do. You are qualified, you are skilled, and you have the support community you need. And when you start to realise all these good things around you, and there will be others, so you know your, your world, just bring them to mind now. And realise how powerful you are. Coming back towards the now, I want you to bring back with you all those wonderful learnings about your true abilities, all the things that you can do. And even if your head has been chattering away during this, know that your unconscious mind's like, oh, that sounds good. Yes, I want more of some, that. And you can then provide it. Coming back towards the now, I'm going to count from five to one with five. Just giving your unconscious mind a few moments to take and store any new learnings that it's taken from this and store them in that place wherever you need them so that when you need them, they're there for you. So you can feel that everything you've ever learned is available for you. For just feel how calmer you feel, quieter. Maybe your mind has become just a little bit more space in there, which allows you to process whatever you need to process. Three, bringing back with you any extra feelings of confidence and courage that are going to help you through each thing that you're facing today, tomorrow, next week, because it's there within you. You just need to tap into it. Two, knowing that you can find that your day is going to go even better than you thought. And I don't know what that looks like. And you don't. It can just be that you feel great achieving all the things you wanted to achieve today with ease and grace. As one, you come back to the now, opening your eyes only when you're ready and taking a few couple of deep breaths just to really bring you centred into the now. Hmm. How was that? Oh, magical. Oh, dear. Wow. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, I've got goosebumps all over, opening my eyes to seeing that everyone that was in the room is still in the room. And oh, thank you. <laughs> that is um, amazing. And I know it's a little bit different. I mean, we've gone out on LinkedIn doing this. <laughs> I know, I was like, there are like 20,000 people who could potentially be watching this in the place. <laughs> you know, I need to be doing it more. I need to be doing it more because I do do it with all my clients that come to me because I think it's that it's that time and space to process. I think that's what we don't give time. We, we just mm. assume our brain can keep going and it can't. It needs time out to, to process and the body needs it as well. Maybe I'll start doing it. I'll just meditation Mondays. <laughs> Absolutely. I think I think there's space. I mean, the amount of there's someone here from uh, YouTube saying that was brilliant. Just what I needed. Thank you, Kim. Uh, wonderful. Oh, love you. that. I, I love a guided meditation. Um, absolutely. Like I think it's definitely needed. And I think if you if you if you did that, I think people would definitely join you. Your voice is um, captivating. And um, 
I was able, I love that tip about breathing in love and it was like giving the breath purpose for me, which helped me to center it a bit better. So, oh, I feel very calm. How do you feel, Zoe? Yeah, I'm not a very calm person usually. So I, uh, <laughs> I do feel very good and relaxed. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, I think, um, I think it's like clearing the constant chatter is a really good thing to be able to do and just focus step by step on what's going to happen in my day what will I do how will I feel when I look back on it and you were saying about you know all oh, that went better than I expected and think those sort of thoughts it mm. it helps set you up I, I was um watching something recently and it was about um basketball players um who there was an there was a study I think into basketball players who were shooting you know hoops I guess they were professional and then there was um a study into what would happen like what were that what were their results compared to people who just visualized shooting and actually the on the court it was the same or you know that there, there was like it, it showed that doing that um visualization there's another thing where you kind of reach around and close your eyes and look at the spot maybe we'll do it in our group later or something but mm. um you can do the power of your mind is incredible in terms of what it can allow you to do physically um yeah it, it that was really useful like a really useful session yeah. for me as well. and a lot of um professional sports people do visualization um and I actually started on this journey from the inner game of tennis oh hello <laughs> where he talks about you know practicing the shot in your head and the and the the, the brain the, the the deeper mind doesn't know the difference between what's real and what's not mm -hmm. so hello which is another reason why it's so important to take control of what our thinking is. So definitely. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm so glad it was, it was useful. And I think, you know, maybe I do need to think meditation Mondays to help people set them up for their week and just oh, look at really it. Good. And that's one of your, that's one of your boundary pushing things as well, Kim, isn't it? Like yeah. I haven't done, I don't talk about a lot of what I do on um, LinkedIn. If I'm honest, I keep it very much, you know, to the, um, logical mind because that's where people sit but actually mm -hmm. when they start to understand that's only about well they there is uh, people who say it's only five percent of our time spent um, consciously and um, the rest of it is unconscious just think mm -hmm. habits and you're there you can start to see how that would be the case it's only when we're challenged that what we're doing is we're challenging all those habits and you know that's why it all gets a bit scary <laughs> yeah. Um, Kim, how can um, we're going to share your SoundCloud link, which I'll put up on the screen, and um, people watching this, you might just need to take a little screen grab because it's going to be just one you need to remember. Um, have you? What other resources and books do you recommend that people look into, which might help them more with this topic? Yeah, feel feel the fear and do it anyway. Um, Susan Jeffers, I think it's a long-standing, really good book to um, understand more about the fear side of things. If it's about your um, your your brain as a whole, because your brain actually goes down into your nervous system, so there's a bigger piece here, um, I would look at um, the Chimp Paradox, I think it's called, mm -hmm. by Stephen Peters. Brilliant, easy read book, but it talks about, I don't necessarily agree with everything he says because of my my where I'm coming from, but it the, the principles are brain related are perfect and spot on it's just that i think there's more around the emotional content so <laughs> that's just me because i'm biased um there is another one actually um 
anything by Brené Brown. But the other one is um, Carol S. Dweck, oh. um, The New Psychology of Success. That's the mindset. So I would that's another one that can be quite useful to have a look at. Um, okay. And I will I have looked at all of those. So um, definitely yeah. worth having a look. Love that. Love Carol Dweck and fixed and growth mindset is a really, really important thing to be aware of in ourselves, isn't it? And it growing. Is. Yeah. And I know you ladies are, and I know most of your audience probably are as well. That's why they're in the group that they are. So well mm. done. It's just that I'm taking it to a slightly different level, I guess. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for joining us today, Kim. I just wonder how and people have got your SoundCloud link. It's on the screen right now. So take a screenshot. If you're listening to this thank on the so podcast, much. Um, if you're listening on the podcast, we'll put it in the show notes as well. Um, how can people connect with you, Kim, and find out more about what you do? So um, I, I hang out in LinkedIn um, because that's primarily where my audience has been. Um, so it's Kim Searle, Emotional Mastery. But if you put that into the web into a googly browser thing then um then i will come up thank you ever so much that's been a really amazing session and i think we're all feeling ready for the day and ready to push the boundaries and um go with the growth so thank you ever so much and thanks everyone thank who's you. been here um, yes, thank you everyone <laughs> love it so much um Thank you for being here. We are going to be back actually in about 10 minutes for an extra episode of the Bookkeepers podcast because we're going to be announcing our new sponsor. So we would love to see you for that session and uh, see who was right in their guesses. Um, we'll see you for another episode very shortly. Thank you so much, Kim. And uh, we'll see you soon. Thank Take you. care. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. Thanks for joining us for the Bookkeepers podcast. Why not join us in the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club at sixfigurebookkeeper.club? or visit our website, sixfigurebookkeeper.com.